comic book pit. Okay. So uh, we are officially recording, and um, this is officially Comic Book Pit episode number 317, and uh, we're uh, we're home alone in the uh, Sorgatron Media Studios. It's cool. Anything yeah. could happen. Yeah. Anything could happen. We are throwing a house party. That's right. <laughs> Kid and play. And if if burglars come, we're totally going to have some paint cans. And some micro machines. Yeah, micro yeah. Ma- yep. And uh, and and a blow and a homemade blowtorch. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Heat uh, up the doorknob. That's right. We will and not call the police. No. What's the fun in and, that? And and <laughs> yes. And under no circumstances will we call law law enforcement. No. Yes. To our, take care of these. Already uh, have the basement flooding right now in preparation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait a minute. No, that was the burglars doing. I thought he flooded the. I don't no. Remember. Oh no, that was that, that their was thing. The, they were called like they're the, the water bandits. Yeah, because the they, wet bandits. Yeah. Yeah. It's our card. Yeah. Oh god, I probably haven't seen that movie since we'll it put, like, first came well, out. What then? Like nails on the steps and like tar. Well, that was mm-hmm. the kid. That was the kid. Okay. Yeah. Which I would have beat the little shit. <laughs> yes. In, in well, re- then again, like, in reality, um, if a kid had tried that, well, that, they would have found him in little like garbage bags all across the Chicago <laughs> land. Area. Well, that's what's funny. If, if if you think about the the amount of of loot that the the two burglars would have gotten away with versus the amount of damage. That the insurance company probably had to pay for uh, the kid screwing yeah. up his like all the all the shit he did to his parents' house. Although it seemed very disposable, I mean, there was like was micro machines and then like the marble. I mean, maybe the zip line would probably mess up the. the I, I roof. feel like there was probably some damage done to that house. I don't know. I don't know. But I guess it's you know that, that's what the parents get for for abandoning one of their children. Yeah. That's true. I'm kind of amazed like CYS didn't like take that kid away or like investigate be like you know what mm-hmm. if you're really that busy maybe you shouldn't be having all those kids yeah well i guess there's some like cousins and stuff there hey yeah. wasn't wait wasn't a young or maybe i'm thinking of a different movie wasn't a young foggy nelson his older brother really was that buzz that guy played i buzz? feel really? like it, i feel like it was i'm gonna look i don't please look it up because I, yeah. I i feel like i can see Oh no no no! I think he was no, in another. He was in the mighty. Movie. He was in the mighty ducks, wasn't okay. he? Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. That right. that's what I'm thinking of. He was in the mighty ducks. Hmm. Okay. No, I forget who Buzz was. He was another like, like child actor who was always a jerk. Yeah. And whatever he played. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, forgotten in the uh, annals of Hollywood lore. That's true. Probably. It, Footnote in, in, in the in the entertainment annals. industry. More like annals. he's and probably annals. a footlocker. He's lost in the anals. He's just at a foot lo- He's the. Uh, he's at the Foot Locker. He's a district manager for yeah. uh, Foot Locker stores. <laughs> yeah, he has one good story about being on the set of Home Alone. Yeah, I was buzzed. Or he, he's, he, he's a. I did two of them. He's a. He's, he's a. He's a bar fly in this sad. You know, <laughs> I used to be somebody. Glug glug glug. I was Buzz. I was Buzz. Now I am Buzz. <laughs> I'm sad. 
<laughs> I lead a lonely, lonely life. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So anyway, so we are, we're uh, all alone in the amazing uh, Sorgatron Media Studios. But as always, we will treat this place with uh, reverence and uh, it, all the know. dignity it deserves. That's I haven't right. been. I can't remember the last time I've been here. I say it's been a while. I have been a couple months. Yeah. Well, yeah. same same for you, Sean. Right? You haven't. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, it's good to good to have a have you know have yeah, you guys back. It's a new it's a new era of comic book pit. I mean, there was a while where we many, were comic book pit. I mean, it goes through eras? ebbs and flows. Oh, it, it the book is the book. I is think deep every now, time Sean you Atkins. come back on after like a few weeks, you're always like, it's a new era it of is. comic book it, pit. And I'm like, well, we, we like comic books, era? and that's you know that's a you know there's only through. four eras in comics. For now, for right. now, comic book pit is transcends comics, Sean Atkins. Well, I'm you just saying. Those. It just seems we're, like we're like ten. We're all the eras. Yeah, the, all the eras. We're the uh, yeah, we're we're the meta. We're the alpha and the the omega. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. I mean, with uh. Kate and Link. Yeah. Yeah. Our but first, was, first married couple. Yeah. Yeah, but here. they've been on. That are on like, the show as as, 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 as a couple, yeah. 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 But I'm just saying, like, I figure you're kind of, like, today is the new era. No. Like, they've no. been on. No, no, no. This is. This they've is, been on since, like, January. Well, I, yeah. I, I think. It, it, no, today does not. I'm not saying today marks the start of a new era. I'm saying today is part of an era that exists. I'm pretty sure you said new most, era. Well, we we are in a new era. Not this is a new era. I think in, in that like comic in, book as in this, has, since like, we've we've grown to the yeah. point where we have a, an extensive, you know, cast of hosts that can step in and yeah, you yeah. know, when, whenever Ultimately, needed. That is what I was getting. Yeah. At. Yeah. Okay. It's like it's not the days of like it's either me like when I started it was like I was the alternate. You were the you were Scott. The, you were the swing man. Yeah. Yeah. If it wasn't Scott, it was me. And, and Dan was the constant. Much like Actually, Dan is the constant we, now. Can we just call you Alternate Scott? That sounds cool. Yeah, like really is that cool. going to be my call name now? Alternate Scott. Alternate Duke? New Scott. Oh, yeah. Alternate, Alternate Duke. Duke. <laughs> I just realized we're all wearing, uh, we're all wearing comic book t-shirts from different well, companies. Hmm. Well, there was no coordination, oh, but it does feel yeah. apropos to wear a comic book shirt. Well, doing the comic I wanted thing. to wear my dad shirt I got, which was the Back to the Future, but that's in the dirty clothes right now. And all and of our characters have a theme of being red, even though your shirt is not. Uh, that's huh. true. Oh, no, that's wow. something. Majority red. The yeah. character is red. Yeah, I got the Hellboy. I have the Flash. You got the Flash. And, and you I got, got the Deadpool. Got Deadpool. Deadpool. Also, on my hat is a Superman button. Mm. Oh, look at that. Your, your newsboy cap. <laughs> Sean... No. Sean, Sean's one of the OG it, Newsboy yeah. Legion. It's for no. extra, extra. Yeah. Read all about oh, it. Well, speaking of which, it's, this is a good it's segue. It's my dad hat. Thank you guys. <laughs> this, I like I did, your hat. It's, thank you, Sean. I did start reading just last night. Finally, started reading the uh, Jack Kirby, uh, the omnibus. Omnibus, yeah, omnibus of uh, mm-hmm. Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. I read oh, yeah? The first two installments of it. I've had it for like a month and change, but I finally. Did you want to kill yourself like Sean wants to kill? No, him? no. Um, I can maybe see. I, I read. I tried. I read the first two issues of it. Um, it it was interesting. <laughs> well, but <laughs> always starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. I mean, I could sort. I'm, I'm keeping in mind like Sean Atkins like, would rather gouge his eyes out than read this book. But I'm like, it's Jack Kirby and it's Superman. Like, what what could go wrong? Mm-hmm. And um, well, it bugs me that they don't. That it's clearly not Kirby drawing Superman. 
<laughs> <You're> just, yeah, <laughs> I I actually heard that they didn't they they trusted him to draw everything but but Superman yeah. because they thought that he was st- still like a Marvel guy, a Marvel yeah. shill, if you will. And they did not trust him to like, or he could draw the Superman body, but someone else would come in and draw the face or was something. Was it Neil Adams that did the face? Actually, I always thought it was the inker that did the faces. Oh, Vince Coletta is the inker. Now, I am not someone who has like my favorite Kirby inker is Mike Royer or whatever. I, I don't know enough to know about them. When it comes to like artists and inkers, the only one I can like confidently chime in on is Tom Grummet and Doug Hazelwood. Mm. Actually, I'm a Chick Stone fan. Mm. I don't know it's important name. I'm Chick, a, Chick Stone inked like uh, a few of his X Men issues, mm. mm-hmm. and I kind of like it because it seems like he was doing what Mike Royer did, Royer, uh, a decade before, mm. a little bit. I didn't really start noticing inkers until probably the uh, until I really understood the relationship between a penciler and inker, like in the late '80s, early '90s. And for me, that was probably either um, Dan Green when he he was on the X Men a lot. If you're like four letters away from being me, that's right. That could be me. <laughs> and then uh, I want to say, did Tom Palmer ink John um, John Buscema on Avengers in the eighties? Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I he was to me he was very striking as an anchor. I, I gave my one and only example. And then, well, uh, Ed McGinnis and Dexter Vines is one, too, where um, mm-hmm. Ed McGinnis did the Superman Batman series, and Dexter or, Vines inked him, and I was like, well, this looks a lot different oh, than Ed McGinnis. Or what, what's his name? Wade Von Grabadger, who does yeah, Stu- Stuart Stu- Eminem. Yeah. That's always a good, that's a good team up. And, uh, and of course, um, you know, to me, like a classic, uh, you know, Klaus Jansen, Frank Miller, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. can't really go wrong with that. But no. again, like when people talk about like their favorite, cur- I, I don't... I, I don't know enough. No, I don't have a, know, I can't even really identify the I can, differences. I so. can pick out Kirby. I can't pick out a Kirby inker. Yeah. You know. That's, I'm a bit I of think a, that's really the only one I've ever really paid attention to. I've like always heard that. on that. Uh, I've always heard that, like, people kind of um, use Vince Coletta's name when kind of like a... In disgust? Li- yeah, yeah, like in yeah. a negative way that he... he hurt Kirby's art more than he embellished it. Well, he definitely didn't help it. Like I, like reading a bunch of Kirby stuff, I definitely see like the difference. Like you can, it's like night and day with like Mike Royer and Vince Coletta, and yeah, I can tell the difference. I'm, Vince, maybe I'm getting. I am there. not a fan of his. I'm reading this this Jimmy Olsen stuff, and some of it, there's not a lot of consistency in some of the the Newsboy Legion faces. Um, and I don't know. I don't know. Maybe do I need to like just like pull out like the Mister Miracle and just do like side by side comparisons of? I mean, I, I think you'll notice it. You don't even have to do side by side. You'll notice it. Like, is, it is it like this looks kind of shitty? Is that the anchor then? Yeah, probably. Okay. Now, like you'll see it like just thumbing through Mike or uh, Mike, uh, thumbing through Mister um, Miracle. You'll say like, oh wait a minute, this is totally drastically different than. I can't say I felt I did read the Mr. Miracle and I can't and I was cognizant of that but I can't say I noticed drastically. Perhaps I'm just a rube in this world of, of identifying what an ink. Maybe if I had like pencils I could look at I'm like all right this is source mm-hmm. and could see what I mean maybe see, it's uh, a bit yeah, difficult when it comes to like, I haven't like, I mean, to tell you the truth when it comes to like inkers and stuff or like 
I don't pay too much attention. Now, the Jack Kirby stuff, because I've always seemed like that's always I hear with debates like, oh, you know, who was the best inker with Kirby? And I'm like, uh, if you ask me, then I'll say eh, probably like Joe Sennett or Mike Royer. They kind of fit both to me. Um, now, here's, a, here's an interesting question for you, and, and I don't know if there is an answer to this or if it's a question that even warrants debate or investigation or at this point, you know, what 50 some years later, if there's even a way to determine this, but um, because probably everyone that would have an answer for this is probably dead. But do you think Vince Coletta, um, do you think he was like instructed to kind of sabotage Kirby's art because maybe Kirby wasn't, you know, maybe he fell out of favor or do you think, Kirby was, was sleeping with his wife. Do you think Vince like was, on the fourth world? I don't know. I mean, just in general, like, do you cause, well, or do you think like take a dive? Do you Andy. think Vince was just like a like a like just not a good anchor, or maybe it was like ego on Vince's part? No, I think it's more of Vince like Kirby. Well, unlike Kirby, I'm trying to hold on. Basically, what I always heard the stories was that Vince uh, Coletta, he was fast. And, you know, he got done. And so, you know, they would just give him more work because like comic books, we all know it's always under a crushing deadline. Mm -hmm. And so you got this one guy that's really, really fast and dependable, but it's not really up to snuff, but he's still fast. You still got product to get move out or else you're wasting that printer's time. And so I think he just did what he did. It's just a be quick and stuff now did he have like some sort of beef with kirby i have no idea i couldn't tell you i, I would buy the that it just quick it was just yeah. quick. like just he was just quick. Just, i mean that doesn't strike me he as just they hammered were, it out and like okay they, here didn't we go. Really, they weren't precious with what they were doing it was yeah, yeah that's true that they, they're they're a lot of people's opinions uh, even the people that were professionals at the time looked at it as you know if it was just their side gig or even if it wasn't it was mm. just uh, it was just a paycheck yeah. Whereas we, you know, we revere those pa those pages yeah. now, but at the time, I mean, like, you know, we, you know, it, it's, I mean, they, you know, they, they trash them in, in piles. They, you know, they probably just, you know, whereas now they would probably go for thousands of dollars a page or yeah. something. I mean, it's not to say that these artists didn't like look at it like, like had some sort of thing, but yeah, you're right. It's, you know, it's a they check. Cared, it's a pay they the cared, day, but at the end it was a job that needed to be done mm -hmm. and, and then it, you didn't have the they didn't have the luxury of of taking time to like sorry boss this issue of uh oh, it's jimmy gonna be, olsen's yeah, gonna be uh gonna a be week one. and a half late because i gotta get this right it's like no you just gotta get yeah, it you out. Gotta get no these out. guys were were drawing for for their mortgages and their kids you know braces and mm -hmm. yeah whereas yeah, it's a different era now as far as you know when, when, yeah, I mean, nobody's like, penciling, like, multiple books a month anymore, no, you know, stuff like that. So. In an era when, you know, like, Doomsday Clock is perpetually yeah. months late, and uh, other books are late or just cease coming out or Yeah, yeah whatever. stuff just disappears. Um, yeah. yeah, I heard you guys talk about Doomsday Clock on the last episode. It, it, it almost pained me to listen to that episode because I, like, wanted to chime in, but I couldn't because I wasn't present for it. I was after the fact and it's like mm. I'm part of these normally but I can't <laughs> I can't talk about this stuff right now it's um I thought it was very interesting that's all I'll just say I mean I heard okay. 
Go back and listen to the next one, and I'll just be like, mm, yes, interesting. I might have been able yes. to answer some questions I think Link had, but... Maybe you should uh, record yourself listening to it, and then put yourself... And then I'll just like, do a remix of the episode, and yeah. I'll just chime in. Yeah. And it's like, man, nobody's talking to Jared. He just says stuff, and it just falls flat. Podcasts yeah, about podcasting. Yeah. <laughs> you can even chime in like at the last one, like, man, I wish you guys would all talk to me. Uh. Or do like, or like an annotated version with, <laughs> with <right>. my... <laughs> Well, I feel like this this might as well uh, we, we we could do things in reverse. This could be our just our conversation episode. Okay. Since we've is, is there a hard conversing. and fast rule? I mean, we talked about a comic book. We conversed about yeah. a comic book. No, we might as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh well, I want to say about this about the Jimmy Olsen thing. So there's, in, I think it's the second issue. They're like going down that raceway or whatever to find the Mountain of Judgment. Yeah. And they go through this one level, and then it's all just like it's a two page, two pages of just like photo collage. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, that's that's pretty uh, bold and, and, and also genius. And I love how it's just like, here's like a toy cutout, a cutout of like a toy car that kind of looks like the whiz wagon, but isn't. <laughs> and, yeah. just, and I was like, this is, I was like, I can only imagine what the, like, like a kid pulling that one off the rack was like, what the hell just happened here? Because <laughs> I can't imagine that was a common thing to do and rather a bold move to play too. And like, some of those photos are like, weird there's like a skull with a skull in the eye and the other one there's like some like a profile with dude screaming and it's just like and then like the word balloons from like jimmy olsen in the newsboy legion and i was like gee golly (laughs) (laughs) i do like his kirby the the kirby collages i really do i think i like them a little bit better in fantastic four than i do some of the fourth Mm -hmm. world ones Mm. but because i've seen a few of them in there I feel like he there there might be one or two. Uh, I I have the uh, the Nick Fury Agent of Shield collection where it's like you know Stan and Jack and um um oh, what's his name Steranko Steranko yes thank you and there's a there's a lot of like funky art in that thing I love Steranko like when he hopped on after that it was just oh it was so great mm-hmm. it's you know he's coming to town right. Yeah, they it actually is? advertised it this he's, time. He's so coming, they advertised he's, it? He's going to be at Ides. Yeah. I, I forget the I forget the date. But, uh, <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, not not my favorite shot, but I'll go there to, I, I've gone, yeah, I, I, I went there last time to see Steranko, and it was actually pretty cool. It was, uh, it, it was a very low-key event, like, there well, might have been. You don't advertise it, that's probably what's going to happen. That's going to happen, yeah. But there was, like, I was... Um, I got there like right when it started. There might have been like a dozen guys in line in front of me. I was the last one in line, and for like the, the next hour, just waiting in line. No one got in line behind me. And I'm like, this is great. I'm, I, I kept looking behind me, and I'm like, there's no one behind me. How I'm, did it take I'm gonna you an be the hour last for like 13 people to process through a line? Because you know. Oh. I mean, he, first of all, he, for the folks listening to the audio version, a, Dan did the chitty chat hand motion. Yeah, I did the, the <laughs> yeah the mouth. <laughs> the, uh, you know, Storenko is a he's a storyteller. Mm. He loves telling stories about the old days, and a lot of the guys in line were like guys probably older than me. Mm. I'm 45. There were probably guys that were in line that were 50 plus. Mm. So these were guys that probably read Storenko. Like, like when, day off, of dates, yeah. like you know. Whereas we're reading him in back issues or collections. These are guys that grew up reading Strangham, yeah. and I did not. 
I just I, I but you know now current day like I love his I love his work so I'm a fan um, but these were guys that like knew intimate I wish I shouldn't say intimate but like that, that they had shared knowledge of oh, like oh tell me about that that cover that you drew that Stan rejected and then Stranka would go into this whole this story and it was fascinating mm-hmm. because I mean even again this was like a it, it's downstairs it's like in kind of a small confined space like I was in the end of the line but I'm like I still Stranka was in my my eye my eye line or my sight line whatever and I could hear him yeah and I I mean I'm just it's just fascinating just hear this guy telling this story about the old days about like Stan throwing a fit because you know of his philosophy of you know, covers had to have certain elements and certain colors and had to have certain design elements. And, you know, Joe Serenko wanted to do it this way. And, and, you know, he trashed the cover. And I, I don't, I mean, I don't remember the story or what it was. Or what I pulled a gun on Stan. And then <laughs> we had a fist fight. And then I winged Marie Severin in her. And then afterwards <laughs> we, we, we drank some Jack and it was great. The sixties. Um, but, uh, there's no yeah. Twitter then you could do whatever you wanted. Seriously. <laughs> I would love to. I don't know if you guys ever read um, that um, that book from a few years ago called like Marvel: The Untold Story or something. It's been on my radar for a couple of years. I haven't had a chance. It's to really get it good. Or read it. It's 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 well worth reading. It's a, it's a fun read. Um, I'm blanking on the author, but if, if Sean you, something. Yeah, maybe like Sean something. Coon. Yeah, his last <laughs> name is something. Hi, Mister Something. Um, but there's a there's a section which it's definitely you know he talks about the 60s at one point like Stan had three secretaries like Stan was like oh, yeah. the Don Draper of Marvel <laughs> Comics and 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 reading this this section of in that he the was book, a fraud <laughs> ouch um, I I, I know think, my my the only little bit of bad man that I could like sort of like, <laughs> no but I, I like Real reading Stanley this died years later. I think it would be I think it would be a great I I just I can picture this show where they like a madman esque show uh, featuring like the like that that era of comic books hmm. I just think it would be fun but. I don't know. That's just me, but um, no, I'd always thought that would be interesting to see. But uh, but anyways, we'll we'll circling back around. Uh, yeah, Jim Stranko is is going to be visiting Pittsburgh sometime in the near future. Oh, and cool. He's going to be down at Ides Entertainment downtown Pittsburgh. So, if you're a by the bus station, a fan, yeah, across the street <laughs> the from the Greyhound station. station. Um, I do not think Mr. Stranko is coming in via Greyhound bus, but <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I'm a. Uh, I have a certain awareness of his uh, his rider, if you will. Ah, yes. Is like what, or at least I'm sorry, like a rider for for shows. So I knew what you meant. Yeah, uh, just mm-hmm. for the listening audience. Uh, yeah, rider is like a page of, uh, I I, w- I don't want to say demands. Demand sounds harsh, but just requests. Re- yes. Or yes. Okay. Requirement, requirements. Requirements for yeah. for talent or celebrities that come in. You know, like like the the, the long running joke. Oh, he needs a bowl of green M and M's type of thing. Oh. Um, it's not that Demanding. crazy, but yeah, he's not that nuanced. He, he's got a certain set of, of requirements. It's a, uh, plexiglass for, box for filled with water. <laughs> one straight jacket. That's right. Yeah. So, so, Twenty-five so, pound chain. So with he's a, trying to revive his pick lock. Yes, yeah. so he can do his his magic tricks and ex- escape. That's how he warms up. <laughs> so, but um, with his bouffant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's. I mean, I don't care if it's fake or if it's real. I mean, that guy has got a magnificent head of hair. He does. I'm kind of jealous. And he and he uh, he could probably he looks healthy as a horse. I think he could probably 
wrestle any one of us under the table with one with one arm. I can imagine that. <laughs> he can he can hold us down with one hand and be drinking a you know glass of whiskey in the other hand. You'd be like, come on, guys. <laughs> Round one <laughs> now. That's impressive, Sean. The way you cracked your knuckles on. Yeah, that was. Like, I was like, ooh, I got chills. Put that on your resume. <laughs> Flash forward to 40 years later, and Sean's hands are all gnarled. with arthritis. <laughs> he's drawing with his teeth. It's, like... what, it's what got me here. <laughs> or toes. Was it? My left foot. Yeah. <laughs> um. So um. So so it's it's summertime now. All the all the shows are over. What's everyone watching? Uh, Jessica uh, Jones. I've not started that yet. And uh, I'm. Uh, it, it, I'm. I think we're like. We got like five episodes left, so we're like, well, I guess like two thirds pat through it. Whatever, we're some forty-five percent left or whatever. I don't know. Um, I feel like it jumped a shark. Okay, and don't uh, don't say too much because I like I, said, I haven't watched it yet. So yeah, so I actually am behind, like by a season. There's a um, I don't know. I, I I can't say too much, but I just feel like the episode whatever we just finished nine or whatever it was. Had like a, a sharp junk, a jump, a shark jumping moment, where I'm watching, I'm like, what the fuck are they doing? Oh, and I like how Link made our show like cussing free. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's like, right. like I just to took cuss? the not safe for work thing and just like threw it right out the window. Like, yeah. Evidently, he didn't get that memo, <laughs> and so now we can just do it. For years, I, I bit my tongue on this program. Oh, so well, we've always, I, I think we've always been kind of like self. I don't want to say self censoring, but we've always just kind of, we've always kept it pretty clean. No, with, let's blame Link. He's still yeah. new. Yeah. We the, can blame the new Link. guy. Yeah, we were we because I, I was trying to. Do I remember that my first too. episode. I asked Mike, "So what's the rules here?" And they were like, "Well, uh, I'd have to put the not safe for work on." I, you don't sound like yeah. that. But I'm just doing a voice. <laughs> I remember that too, because on audio, Link, Link can get that do... that this that uh that conversation. Yeah. Well, you, you know, he, he's still he in his that meeting. He's still in his uh, probationary period. Yeah. But, but HR. You bring will, that up at his review. Yeah. Yeah. His HR. So review. you've uh, you used profanity 17 times. <laughs> Um, but no, I, I'm watching like, what are they doing? Like, what was the point of this? And then it's just kind of, after that, I'm like, wow, I don't, I'm finding myself, um, struggling to care. And I'm, I wonder if like they too found themselves struggling to care, like knowing like this is the end. Yeah. You know, just wrap I'm, it up. Like gang. there's like, there's no consequences at this point. Sort of. Yeah. Which you, you almost would think would be like, oh, we can do anything. Not just like, yeah. Mail it in. <laughs> All right. Mm. Cut. Cut short. Good. <laughs> Who cares? Well, we'll find out probably like in a week that it's been canceled. No, uh, it has. No, we already know. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, right. I mean, every it all, all the all the Marvel shows have been essentially yeah. canceled. I thought they were holding out on that one. No, no, no. I mean, like, they weren't saying, but it was like it's still coming no, out. I'm pretty no. sure they did announce that that was it. It's uh, all over. Because it's all gonna, you know, whenever Marvel's streaming service. Happens. Disney Plus. Yeah, Disney Plus. But they're doing like Captain. Like Falcon and Winter Soldier, and they're doing the proper MCU yeah. characters. Yeah, they've got for like miniseries. Not yeah, like they've got. They're like Loki's going to have a show, um, Vision and Scarlet Witch are going to have a show, and yeah, like you said, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, yeah. Gonna have a show. and there's really... there's rumors that um, John Cena is going to play U.S. Agent. That, that's hmm. genius casting. I could see it. I mean, yeah. physically. I mean, and I is he going to go dark with it? I don't know. I, I haven't like, really read anything more than that about yeah. it. That, that would be amazing. And I remember reading those as a kid, being like, "What?" Because I didn't really like know a whole lot. But yeah. 
It's like that, some, that his parents got killed and he's just like mowing people down. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, I would too. Kind of excited more for, um, what was it, the Mandalorian? Oh, the Star oh Wars yeah, the Star Wars, Wars Man, Star Wars. yeah, the Mandalorian, yeah. That seems kind of more interesting. Mm. It's like it's not like a, a not Western. A, as the um, alternate Duke, <laughs> I am not like all wowie zowie for Star Wars. Like it's fine. It's whatever. I, neither am I. I mean, I. It all depends. Like if it if it looks exciting. Like I'm generally excited for this this next movie coming up, uh, number nine. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like it's going to be fun, and I kind of am curious how they tie up all the. Mm-hmm trilogies together so i'm interested like, i enjoy like, them for what they are i don't get up in arms about any no, I'm the no same I, as long as it's a, a, a coherent film i'm i'm okay yeah yeah but i'm not gonna like i see a lot of the uh like i don't i don't get up in arms if they drama if they have a stat wrong on a certain thing or like han actually is a righty, but his gun is yeah. on his left side, and he shoots left-handed. I'm like, who cares? Or there's a woman. Yeah. <laughs> that's what? a lot of it. Yeah, that's a lot. Of uh, like a oh place. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a woman. A woman can't do that with the force. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like same here. Like I'm, I'm, I'm interested in the movies. Um, I'm interested in the show that's going to be coming out. Um, I really, I've tried. I could care less about the animated, any of the oh, animated I, I series. Know, yeah, none, none of the auxiliary you know, you know what? ever. Got that it. the Clone Wars one from uh, Gendy Tarkakovsky around like two thousand one, two thousand two. It was really good. That's I what saw. I, hear. I found it I on just... YouTube for like free, and I was like, I'll watch two hours of this, and it was fun. I just think I I, I don't have. I mean, there, the, I, as we've talked about many times in this show, you know, uh, time is precious, and there's so mm-hmm. much stuff to consume. You know, and watch, read, yeah, listen yeah, there's to, a lot, whatever. There's a lot of content available, and not a lot of time to consume it. Yeah, I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I guess uh, you know, I for me, I, I can't bring myself to watch X number of seasons of an animated series, because to me, ultimately, I I know it's. I, I think it's canon. Is it canon? It all depends on what you're watching. We need the we we need the Duke here. Um, well, I think it's but, like anything before Disney bought them, but like. Is the Green Rabbit going to show up? <laughs> it's possible. Jackson, his name was Jackson. I think they brought him in the Marvel series now. They brought back that Green Rabbit. Did he? I know he was on a he was on like a variant cover. I don't know if it was. Uh, maybe they were just but, making a joke. But like you know, the, I, I was a little annoyed when um, at the at the uh, you guys have seen Solo, right? Yeah. No, but you can free, Solo. Well, it, it, it's about. not. It's not even. Well, I guess it's not. Well, I guess at this point, it's what two years old. Yeah, it's spoiler. on. I mean, yeah, it's on me if if you, you um, spoil something for me because you spoil this movie. I have zero intention of watching. Well, it's the, on Netflix if you want to watch it. It is on Netflix. Not the, the, the end credit scene is uh is uh what's her name the daughter of dragons or whatever from I forget the Khaleesi? Yeah, uh, Amelia Amelia Clark. Clark. Yes. Okay. Who at the end uh, becomes the new head of like the the crime syndicate or whatever. Um, or takes over from for Paul Bettany, um, and then she's talking to someone on like the hollow cam, and it turns out to be Darth Maul. Mm. So, and was I'm it like, Ray Park? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and, I mean, I guess it's makeup. You really can't and, tell. And it, and, it, and that made no sense to me. But then I find out that oh, if you watch the animated series, whatever animated series, like it makes sense because they crazy glued them back. Together. They 
like yeah he he comes oh. back in the animated series but I'm like you can't Frankenstein the cartoon with a movie I'm sorry just, that's why um, that Agent Coulson never appeared in the movies again because Joss Whedon was like I can't count on people watching that show to know that he's back mm-hmm. and it, yeah. that's a good call because not many people did watch see that I didn't even Joss put Whedon. two and two together that it was because of that cartoon show like well, I just figured I it was either. like a like, nice little hey no, guys remember no, this character I had to like I googled it and then I heard from like people that that watch it and they're like oh yeah no if you if you watched whatever animated series he's back they, they brought him back if you and, knew and he's a part thing of the... about a thing Dan then you would have done well I just figured that they were going to do Solo 2 Electric <laughs> Boogaloo they're not going to unfortunately yeah. well As... I thought they were going to explain it in it like oh here's Ray Park or uh, here's Darth Maul we yeah. totally crazy glued them together per Jared's uh, specifications yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. crazy glue <laughs> it's um. Who but, was his uh, mentor? Who was his boss? Because the jet, the, the Sith are only a one to one. I don't know if they ever. Mm-hmm. Re- I mean, well, I it, thought it was Sidious. That's why I, I thought was Sidious kind of. came after Maul. I, thought I don't was, know. Once again, we need the dude yeah, here and for for this kind of uh, timeline deep dive. See, yeah. my problem with Solo, which not too many spoilers, although you kind of just found out the after credit scenes. But then again, I don't know. I don't care. Okay. It's just more of like they they mythalized him too much or they tried to make him they did. too good of a... Like, well, I'm not a bad nah, man. Well, they, they, they tried to explain like every little nuance about mm-hmm. the character. Like like when, when, when he goes up to the Imperial recruiter and, and the guy's like, what's your name? And he's like, Han. And he's like, what's your last name? And he's just like... I don't have a last name. And he he's like... Or he's like, I don't have a family name. I'm, I'm by myself. And he's like, huh. Solo. Mm-hmm. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. That's how he got his last name? I I use like, that example every time. Or like when uh, Woody Harrelson throws him the gun and he just sits in his hand for like a, like a 30 seconds mm-hmm. like, oh, like I got this gun. It's like, I, it's and then, like, and, and, and like the, uh, the uh, dice yeah. that were hanging um, in, in the, his original, like uh, whatever speeder or whatever he was driving in the, in the mm-hmm. beginning of the movie. And he had like, his dice and he took him with him or something. I don't know. Yeah, and like no one notices it until that. Or I guess maybe it was like Force Awakens, I think it did, was. Did in they there. explain how he got his vest? <laughs> explain They didn't have enough time. Although no, he didn't he didn't wear a vest during during the movie. He did wear like a jacket. Oh yeah. He he basically looked like he was wearing his Empire Strikes Back outfit, like mm. the like the blue jacket and brown pants, but he was wearing it yeah, before the vest. Maybe they were saving the vest for the sequel, and now it's just lost to the ages. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they needed to get, like, the gospel to choir when he got that vest. Be like, oh. <laughs> like, a, like a light was going to shine yeah. down. Yeah, of light. Maybe they were going to call it, like, Solo 2, the vest. Yeah. <laughs> well, the vest, I think, was going to get its own, like, six-part miniseries on Disney+. Plus. So. <laughs> from, from, the, from the textile plant to the... <laughs> Yeah, people created I mean, his vest. Uh, uh, though I still, uh, these knocks are you know, just—they're more irritating. I still, ultimately, I still had fun watching it. Like I, I it was it a was fun, fun movie. I, if you don't like take it too seriously, <laughs> I'm not saying it was like you know total fluff, but it was. Yeah. It was a fun movie. Yeah. You know, I, even if we're spoiling it for you, it's still it's go watch of, it again, Sean. Don't care. You should. Well, I'm just, it's, saying, it's, just go it's, watch it. It's, it's worth like if if you're, you know. Got nothing to do on a like a Sunday afternoon I, I or something. I can put stuff on mm-hmm. while I'm working, as long you know. And this is 
chatter in the background, so I guess I can. I didn't. I didn't mind his portrayal of Han Solo either. I yeah. mean, I, I think he brought something new to it. Plus, he was, he he, he still brought a little bit of the familiar, mm-hmm. like a little bit of the swagger, but he put his own spin on it. Um, and, I mean, well, Donald Glover as yeah. Lando was inspired. I mean, you should watch it just for that. Yeah, I, I mean, he I, was inspired casting. I and, I, um, uh, I loved Lando his, a lot. That his droid, good. Lando's droid. Mm-hmm. Was pretty awesome. Uh, Woody Harrelson was fun. Paul Bettany was good for his limited role. Uh, Amelia Clark was okay. It was it was a good cast. Like on paper, on paper this should have been probably a better movie, or or, or a bigger movie. Well, it probably could have been a little better too. But I think, uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't know what happened. I just ultimately I think it was viewed as a flop. But I think it maybe it just. It just I didn't. I, I think it just didn't have the confidence of the studio behind it. Yeah. Well, it went. It went through creative mix-ups. Like it had like two. Like the. the well, yeah. They they, had, they brought Lord and Taylor, whatever their names are, the director. They had to bring Ron Howard yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Which uh, when when they you know when I heard they were bringing him in, I'm like, oh, this is this is going to be a disaster because Ron Howard's not known for big budget sci-fi movies. Like probably like the most. He doesn't do a lot of things with special effects. I mean, he did like Apollo 13. Splash. Yeah, Splash. <laughs> <laughs> Which was probably like, I mean, or if he did, he probably did like more stuff with practical effects yeah, than anything. Yeah. But um. He's not. He's not a tent pool guy. No, he's definitely not. But um, no, I was I was pleasantly surprised. At, well, uh, he's a capable director. I mean. Oh yeah, sure no, no, he, absolutely. Yeah. But like, but with, with this type of movie, it's not just yeah. not something that he normally yeah, you don't works think of, on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, exactly. You don't you think wouldn't of Ron expect Howard. Bad Boys Two from Ron Howard. <laughs> Actually, I do. You do want that? I see it right there, but I would like to oh, see yeah, Bad Boys Three by right there. Ron Howard. <laughs> is that two versions of it? What's that other one? Is that a Bad Boys? Is that two copies of Bad Boys Two over on that shelf? Oh, you know, what? probably I think that is. Yeah. Well, you you can never have enough. That is true. I actually have Total Recall. That isn't. That is not true. Two copies of Total Recall. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> why? I don't know. Okay. I have absolutely no idea why I have it. Both on DVD you know, or like one of them? Both DVDs. Okay. I don't know how I came in possession of two Total Recalls. Okay. I don't remember the plot of Bad Boys 2, but I know it's like a good spectacle movie. It's, it's a fine, like, just action hijinks it's, film. Yeah, it's one of those things that's just like this balls to the wall. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it, I mean, I think I saw it once in the theater, so and that was that's like, where like I 17, it. 18 years ago. Yeah. So. Man, I don't remember Boys, well, like, Bad Boys 2. Pretty much all you need to know about Bad Boys 2 is there was a, a one point in the middle of the movie they were having a, you know, Will Smith and Martin Lawrence were chasing this van filled with this uh filled oh, with, yeah. with uh corpses yeah. from a funeral home and the bad guys were throwing like frozen corpses at them in the middle of like the, the highway or something and they're like literally running over by yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was right after the Dan Marino cameo it's terrible so that, that checks a box for me so was he in it really what? Yeah, yeah, i don't they, re- they, that car I, that they they um i do not took. remember that Dan, Dan Marino. Marino was test driving it oh okay because Will Smith's like, oh, I'm totally buying this car. Like, Dan Marino ain't, because I'm messing it up. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, man, for a second, it. I thought Will Smith was sitting in right here mm, with us. Yeah. <laughs> Special that's guest. A solid, the Fresh that's Prince. a solid impersonation. I, I'm a man of a thousand voices, the Sean. Fr- I've noticed. <laughs> the, the Fresh Prince of Irwin, PA. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
speaking of Amelia Clark, I don't think it would happen, but I, she would be my pick for a Sue Storm, in a opposite of a, a John Krasinski. Oh, Reed Richards. I imagine. I, I think I saw I a headline that, that they're speaking to Krasinski and, and Emily Blunt. Yeah, yeah, like the which yeah. makes sense. If you saw a Quiet Place, it was like, yeah, I could see them being mm-hmm. the first family of the Marvel universe. I've yet to watch that. I kind of want to. I don't know how well it would play on home video, because it's really like a theater movie. Because the way it plays with the audio mix. Okay. I, and so, I mean, that again, I don't know what kind of like how it would play, like, on the laptop on your in your back patio or something like that. I have not seen it yet either, but it's a fine picture. Oh yeah, I would definitely. But I think it takes like advantage it. of like a, of a theater environment yeah, for what I, it for uh, what it's I doing. I can see that. But um, mm-hmm. no, I I I definitely think um, you know, John Krasinski and Emily Blunt would be a good yeah, it would work a good Reed Richards and it Sue Storm. And if you yeah. wanted to play the angle of like, well, he's older than her, then you could cast Amelia Clark, who's a fine well, actress as well. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we should just drift away from that part because I think as we you don't get you older, don't like pedestrian in your superhero lore. I think that was just like a weird thing, even in the '60s, and you're perfectly okay with like Reed being significantly older than I'm her. I'm 35, she's 17. Let's yeah. get crazy. <laughs> yeah, like the even the origin of them meeting, like, oh, he was a college student and she was eight. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not creepy at all. Hard science turns her on. Yeah. <laughs> It's like just to have them closer in age. Like I like the what was it the the 2004 movie that they gave the explanation of his temples. It was it was from the it was from the cosmic from the radiation. Yeah, yeah. And I thought well, he that still was, cool. was an older. He, that guy was still older than Jessica Alba. There was still well, an I age think difference. like it wasn't like like yeah, May, like to, an age. May December type yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't but think. Yeah, but it, it didn't seem it wasn't so jarring that yeah it would make you do a it double take. It wasn't the uh, Corman movie where <laughs> yeah right. He, but like child. that, that she did grow kind of added a little bit. I kind of like that a bit too, because it's like one, they're closer in age, so it's not Fair creepy. Mm-hmm. Two, he's marked by the very uh, experiment that messed up his friends, and I kind of like that. <laughs> I got, I have distinguished gray. My buddy is is living rock, <laughs> yeah. but look at me. But look at, been, at least but it's I, a I constant just, reminder. I'm tortured. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm scarred for life my by my beautiful hair, my graying temples. <laughs> Which no one else on the planet Earth has. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I actually like the like the first Fantastic. I'm sorry, the not the first as in the Roger Corman one, but the more it's a, recent it's one. It's not a horrible movie. But it's not a good movie, but it's not horrible. I like the dynamic of the, the casting of Reed, Sue, and Ben because, and then a younger Johnny because I felt like those three should all be on the same level. Like they, they should You're talking like, the 2005. Yes. Yeah. Like they should be the three adults, and then Johnny should be the hot-headed kid. You know. It was a good cast. Yeah. Like I, Chris I, Evans were, especially uh, Michael Chiklis as the thing, and yeah. Chris Evans yeah. 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 from they had I, good chemistry. I definitely liked Michael Chiklis as the thing. There as was a, a Thing fan, I liked Michael Chiklis as the I thing. I liked him as Ben Grimm. I th- I felt like the, his his thing look looked a little yeah like uh, cosplay. Yeah, a bit. <laughs> you know, like I kind of wish they would well, gave they, him more of a brow, yeah. like he has. But I, I actually, just... I actually, did, I, I think I liked the look of the thing in the more recent Josh Trank movie. Mm-hmm. But, but that movie, of course, was hot garbage. Yeah. Um, 
So if like if they could have somehow mixed that look with the earlier movie, I think it. They could have to remix it. Yeah, I mean, at, the t- at, at that time, that I mean, they just didn't have the the computer effects oh. to, to achieve that. Right. Well, I think it was more of a conscious effort that they were like, you know, we're going to do press. I, I don't I think, think they actually, had it because the Hellboy I think came out and Hellboy did so well, and they were like, eh, why don't we try it? Well, we'll so, find out with the next go around what they do with it. Well, I kind of hope. I think my problem with the the first two movies, like I'm I'm with you on this one, Dan, where they weren't great movies. They're they're all right movies. They're passable. But I yeah. kind of felt like they didn't steer into the crazy too much. Like, they played it too safe. I just remember in the first one where, like, Dr. Doom has... I didn't, also, I, I didn't like the incorporation of Dr. Doom into the origin. Not that, me either. I thought that was lazy. Um, but I remember, mm-hmm. like, he's got, like, Reed Richards, like, tied up, and he's, like, frozen, and he's blue. And I was like, this shit looks like made-for-TV movie. It looks like a Disney <laughs> XD yeah. movie or yeah, something. Like, what? Yeah, I was like, this is horrible. And then, like, it fell apart in the third act, which most... Most superhero movies of that era, well, up until recently, do tend to fall apart in the third act. And yeah. yeah, I thought like, like it, you can explore the wonder of it all, but then when you need to put all of this into like a focused mission, it's then when I was like, this is dopey. But, yeah, I think Doom looked better in the second movie, and of course you had the Silver Surfer, but then that mm-hmm. that movie just I feel like fell apart. From from the jump. Yeah. See, I kind of like, like the I like that one too. It was it fun. I liked everywhere. elements. I liked elements yeah. of it, but as a whole movie, it was just like. And then like the Galactus Cloud and all that. That's yeah. Sad. That's sad, I but. like I say like I I chalked that up with the cloud and stuff. Like I didn't particularly like that either. I'd rather have seen like a big dude in a in battle armor come down and mm-hmm. be like. I'm eating you. You could do that now. I don't think you could do that then. I think I still think. I there think was it's more of just like audience. People weren't as willing to accept certain things back exactly. then. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. now, now you can. Now right. you would be remiss to not do a giant dude in a purple helmet. Mm-hmm. I, I, especially with with all the capital Marvel has earned for themselves and the goodwill. It's just like yeah, totally we can do that. And and, and I think that they should. I think yeah. Mm-hmm. If they do a coming to Galactus again, I think they should. And I just want to throw my two cents. And there was that whole because there was that news like uh, we talked to Keanu Reeves about every movie that we make. <laughs> I. Uh, I think he would make a good Silver Surfer. I'm actually in a disagreement. I'm sorry, guys. I don't <laughs> think he would make a very good Silver Surfer at all. Huh? I agree to disagree, Sean Atkins. I kind of like no, the wait, Doug Jones one. Are we actually talking him physically doing it? Like them, like more? Well, they'd probably put like, the little ping pong balls on him. Well, that's what I mean. Like, we, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, are we talking about him like physically or just doing like the voice? No, physically. It? So everything. Everything. Okay. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm on the fence. I could see it, but I, I, you know. I wouldn't rule out, you know. Now, if they come, someone else, I wouldn't stop there. Yeah, I, they, I, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be the end all, be all. If they come out tomorrow and say Keanu Reeves is the next Silver Surfer, I would be. I would still watch it. <laughs> well, I feel like I Keanu can't, Reeves is like, like we the, can't just kind of. You can almost like cast him. Like I feel like he's. He can almost be like the, the he's the kind of actor that can. Like adapt to almost any situation. He can do humor. He can do serious stuff. He can do romantic stuff. He can do action. He can do sci-fi. So it's like he could almost play any male character. I, I saw someone. I saw a link where he's like, Keanu Reeves as Moon Knight. I'm like, I can kind of see that yeah, because he's yeah, a little crazy. I can buy that. Like I can see him doing that. I guess I don't know. Maybe I, I kind of felt I like see Doug stoic- Jones kinda... stoicism. You're living in the past, Sean. I'm sorry, but Look Doug Jones and Lawrence Fishburne, 
that was a really good portrayal. Yeah, no. uh, yeah, I get it. You got a day is coming gone. Um, well, Doug Jones is still around. <laughs> so see, is Lawrence Fishburne. I see that the Silver Surfer is like a rather stoic, introspective character, mm-hmm. and I could see Keanu Reeves portraying that. Doug Jones already did it. <laughs> All right, Sean. Well, that doesn't mean we don't keep moving you on. You just though. watch. You just stick with your Rise of the Silver Surfer two pack. You know what? that you got from Walmart for four ninety nine. I will. Good and the rest sir. of us will go to the IMAX and watch Keanu Reeves play. I will. Good Norman. sir. Actually, I will probably watch only because you never know. Like, I always hate like these fanboys that hear a certain thing, like the the Batfleck thing, mm-hmm. where people are up in arms, like, "Oh, I hate it. I don't know." We haven't even seen the guy in the suit yet. Oh, you know Robert Pattinson. Yeah, like that. You like, said Batfleck. Well, I just wanted to I, was well, I about think he's that, using it as an example. Okay. Yeah. I people, think people were kind of generally like, well, we'll wait for the movie to see what happens. And I'm yeah. kind of with that. Like, if they would have said tomorrow, like Keanu Reeves is the next casting, yeah. Silver Surfer, I'd be like, okay. I don't particularly care for that choice, but I'll go see. Maybe he's, Maybe he'll knock it out of the park. I mean, people tend to criticize any cast. I mean, they criticize Michael Keaton as uh, well. I was about man. to say, like, exactly. I remember people were Keaton? critical of Chris Evans being Captain America. Or how about know, uh, Heath, Heath Ledger as the Joker? Yeah. People like were up yeah. in arms about that. Well, so, whenever it doesn't fit like your head canon, you some people are very um, quick to let that be known. Yeah. But like I said, now there's I, a, and there's also I just saw this uh, and I confirmed that there was an. It, there is a link somewhere. It wasn't something I dreamed up. Um, that appa- that there's a rumor that Robert Pattinson is actually dropping out of the Batman role due to like scheduling oh, conflicts. It's another movie. It was a poorly written headline. Oh, okay. I read that article. Oh, okay. It's a poorly written headline. Gotcha. It's some other movie. It has okay. nothing to do with Batman. Oh, all right. It's clickbait. Oh. And I found well, for it. Yep. Hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just read that earlier today. I, I kind of knew. I was like, okay, so he's not gonna quit being Batman. Yeah. Like, or some. Yeah. You know, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna rule him out. Our house fair. I think he. I <laughs> think well, he would need know. to. I, I think he would need to bulk up. Obviously, he needs to bulk up a little mm. bit. But you know, physically, you know. But I, honestly, I've never. I've never watched any of the Twilight movies. I barely remember him in Harry Potter. So I don't know. I don't know how he is as an actor. Yeah. He I, might I, be really good. I. I uh, I'm all for it. I don't. I don't have any qualms. Like I'm, I, like, I'm not gonna not see it because he's in it. I'll so, probably go check it out because it's Batman. And exactly. It's still gonna make its hundreds of millions of dollars because it's Batman. I think I'm more curious that they're talking about making them like they're focusing on more in the detective mystery type of thing than making it like an action movie. Well, that's cool because they never do that. I mean, he's yeah. the Dark Knight detective and we never see him. De- we only time we saw him detect was like in the one Christian Bale movie where it oh. didn't make any sense. Like the bullet reconstruction thing was like, I don't. Yeah. That so was some in... computer program did it and yet that makes him, you know, some great deducive mind. That was in, yeah, I think like Dark, yeah, the Dark Knight, yeah. Oh, is that the second yeah, one? Yeah, that was in the Dark Knight, yeah. Yeah, they, I feel like they've definitely gotten away from the detective aspect of the character in the comics because he's so, and the movies, uh, like you said, because he's so reliant on gadgets. Like everything in the comics yeah. is like all this technology, this like you know futuristic space age sci-fi technology that no one has but Batman. You know mm-hmm. that you know hey maybe maybe you can make the world a little better place if you actually would like not keep all this stuff to yourself. I'm just saying. 
you know, but, yeah. but you know, it's like, it, yeah, it's hard Did to you want to read that comic every month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, you know, it, it, this month, not, not, not Bruce Wayne opens a children's hospital. This is a riveting I, 20 pages. I would of... read that because, I'm <laughs> you, gonna, know because you know what? Batman's getting a little tired for me. I, I have to say it. This uh, three to four page uh, Man, sequence of the board over here. Like, I'm sorry, Batman with all his money, he could be doing a lot of stuff. Gotham in itself could be just transformed. Gotham could be like Metropolis. Yeah. Easily, just like that with Bruce there. Batman's selfish. Uh huh. He's just finding reasons to just go out and suit up. <laughs> like he's just like, you know what? I could do this and like have like a reform, it, but you know what? Well, nah. it, it's just funny because I, I feel like the the older like the, the more time goes on, the less the idea of Batman makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know, as, Fair. It, as far as like just the the character motivations and <laughs> as as Batman and Bruce Wayne, because as as Bruce Wayne, he's I think this that makes he, you a healthy, uh, well-rounded individual, Dan. To be like, you know, as I've grown older and matured, <laughs> well, I'm, I, I mean, find he, the response a, of dressing like a bat and punching mentally ill in the face is not the reason response well, to uh, the, the trauma. No, but like, he like, but like, like, what if his what's his current? I mean, is it, after so many years, is he still motivated by the death of his parents? Like, have you not gotten past that yet? Like, there's something going on up there that's not right. Like, he is. They should explore his mental, you know, his mental illness. There was a recent series, mm-hmm. uh, the Kings of Fear miniseries, drawn by Kelly Jones. Okay. Oh. It's like six issues, like the... You already yeah. have my attention with Kelly Jones? Like the Scarecrow doses him, and then it's like six issues of exploring what makes him tech. Mm-hmm. And since it's Kelly Jones, it's like, what am I looking at? But, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, they, they, they always focus on, you know, Moon Knight's psychoses and... You know, Moon Knight's crazy. Moon Knight's got this person, you know, these personalities. Like, I think Batman is just as crazy, if not crazier, than Moon Knight. Yeah, I agree. But they just always focus on the cool aspects of Batman that, and not the like messed up that aspects. Moon Knight of... aspect is kind of like the Marvelization of Batman. Mm-hmm. And we're Marvel. We our characters are are flawed. They're, so they're real. How, yeah. So how would we do this? Oh, our. Our Batman is uh, has multiple personality disorder. So, but really, I mean, could we even say that with Batman? I mean, he talks to himself as Batman, not Bruce Wayne, but as Batman. And a lot of people are like, well, he became Batman the day his parents died. That's why he calls himself <laughs> Batman. And it's like, well, but still, but that, see, they, that, that, that seems just not an, healthy. That 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 answers it. It's like if he became Batman the day his parents died, that means Bruce Wayne ceased to exist. Bruce Wayne is the uh, so is the mask and Batman exactly is the, uh, yeah so it's like ego. that's why I've said on on the show in the past like why even bother to to mask like bo- why even bother masquerading as Bruce Wayne it's a means to an end yeah but he doesn't need to yeah he just he's that. rich enough he's he so smart have to. he's so smart he's so wealthy he could he could uh, he could probably um, and he's so fucked up in the head he could. Uh, get someone surgically altered to look like Bruce Wayne <laughs> and play Bruce Wayne as he continues to be Batman if Robins he wanted to. But he doesn't have to. He could fake Bruce Wayne's death and continue to be Batman for the yeah. rest of his life. And he totally could. And there's no reason and, for and him because to become or be, be Bruce because Wayne. Because everyone paints him as the like the smartest guy in the room at all times who always has like 52 different exits out of out of any situation who's planned for every single goddamn contingency that he he's like he's unstoppable That's the bad like, god 
Yeah, that's something like yeah, he he's like nothing. He's undefeatable. Nothing he can do no wrong. He's just that's why like that's lazy writing. uh, And and that's Mm -hmm. why I'm starting to get like I'm really disillusioned with Batman now. Go back and read the like Alan Grant, Norm Bray Fogel detective run. Well, that's the thing. Like the only Batman I really like reading now is old stuff. Yeah, because he's a little more. <laughs> if you're disillusioned with current Batman, just rewind <laughs> the clock thirty years and read what they were doing then. Yeah, that's pretty much have to. Like, that's fascinating uh... because like that would really. Um, I mean, I was a big Norm. I'm a Norm Bray Fogel fan, and I love that artwork. And I had a bunch of those issues when I, at, at the time they came out. And so then, like a couple years ago, I went and pursued the rest of that run. And rereading it, it does sort of, it 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 is a fallible Batman, and I love the Bruce Wayne portrayal because he's very um, not socially equipped. Mm-hmm. Uh, like it's a lot of like him. He's dating like Vicky Vale in this run of it, yeah. and he's just like incredibly insecure and like falling over himself, and just not confident, and it's like oh, and like flawed, you know, and just like oh, this is a, a fascinating take on the character. But it was the pre Bat God version which i think was like the mid 90s on or whatever mm-hmm. maybe i don't know if it grant morrison's jla run sort of created that, that. yeah that's I probably like when that's it started like, like the mark you can like, look like, at like, mm, this like when, like the, the whole tower of babel thing when he, yeah when like the, the i forget who who did it but like the the jla was toppled because they got they discovered batman's contingency plans for every Oh, single Prometheus, member. Was it that, like Prometheus yeah. or whatever? Yeah, they, and they, the weird helmet. That's how they were able to take out the entire JLA because of him. Yeah. 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 So. Whew. You alright? Got it off your chest? Whew. That was a rough one. <laughs> hey, that, was, that was tough. That was, I, I feel better, though. I'm, Be- I'm better on that one, though. <laughs> What's I'm, that? I'm, I'm with you, though. It's like, it's. I, I, I like kind of got tired with the whole like, but oh, the, Batman knows everything that, and he yeah. does no wrong. And I'm like, all right, I'm done with you, bats. It's it just it, it gets old and it gets boring, when when, when your character is so infallible, mm-hmm. and or you know and, and, and he's perfect at everything and he's got all the money in the world and he's like he literally has everything, yeah. But he's but he's still a miserable mess yeah. inside. Micro penis. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's, that's, no, I don't know. I, I think okay. I think I think Brian Azzarello proved <laughs> wrong on that one. Kind of we got the, we saw <laughs> the, we we saw we, we saw that batch long yeah. in the pages of Damned. But even still, like you look, I at think Batman. it even had a bat symbol on it because he put he puts the bat symbol on everything. Batwang, Batwang, the 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 Batwang, the Batwang. Oh my. But if you look at Batman as a character, though, and you're just like, uh, he ha- yeah, like he has all this money, and yet he doesn't invest, or like the stuff he does invest, what happens to it? Like, it's like because he's always cutting ribbons. I feel like all he does money. is he just gives he he, always, he just gives money to Leslie Tompkins Clinic, and that's it, and then the rest he just keeps for himself. Like, <laughs> like okay, you're mad at it's a corrupted system in your town, your money. Go freaking donate to like a a cause or like that's what I mean. He could do anything. Like, hey, you don't like your district attorney? Boom, give him a whole bunch of money. Yeah. Like, run a campaign. Like, just do that. He you don't could, like your mayor? Boom. I would say he could run for mayor. He could yeah, run for. I mean, run he could. for mayor. 
Bruce Wayne for no, screw that. Batman for mayor. Oh, that'd be an awesome storyline, actually. Yeah. But I mean, like, like we've already seen some storylines where like Bruce Wayne has been on the on the other side of like the like public service, like that that three issue arc where Bruce Wayne was on jury duty. I remember. Yeah, yeah. yeah we, we could do that. Yeah. So. Um, and he still managed to make it all about like Batman being like a psycho. Uh, well, yeah, but well, it was still interesting. It was, it was a Batman who was um, still it, it, it was broken it, up about yeah, the Catwoman it, it was, thing. Yeah, it was the post breakup. Whipped the daylights out of Mister Freeze and sort of like framed him, and then so it felt guilty. So he yeah. got himself on the jury so that he could get Mister Freeze off. Yeah. How did he get on jury? He bought his way under the jury. Of course. See, because he's <laughs> he's brilliaire so, playboy philanthropist Bruce Wayne who can do anything except save his or you know donate money to his city to make it better. Yeah, you could invest in technologies to just make your whole city green and be like, boom, here you go, no more smog. Yeah, there you go. Stop, stop building bat vehicles that have like well, more could, technology could, than yeah, the military. To play, to play devil's advocate, could we argue that the, the Gotham City itself is so corrupt that it, even his money is impenetrable and in? Uh, oh, that's, I don't I mean, know about that. Well, that's like, I mean, I, I well, that's fair, it. but I think it would just take time, for, you know, to to root out all the. So in that meantime, he but just I'm makes also giant thinking as well. And mm-hmm. Runs around and. But let's say that we look at it like, okay, maybe year one, I can see something like that. But like, oh, I got all this money, and I can't penetrate the corruption. Ten years down the road, that I'm thinking that's how Batman is now. Like we're in year ten. Yeah. You know, he's, he's he's seasoned. He's in his, like mid to late thirties. Yeah, like he's seasoned. He knows what he's doing, but he still has all the money. You're telling me Batman hasn't made any type of significant change in that society, and then he couldn't just have his big money, just be like, you know what, I've made just enough of a dent as Batman. I think boom, here's my money to plow through the it's corruption. It's the vicious and all cycle this of uh, the trauma. I think it's one step. It's a perpetual one step forward, mm. two steps back. I think Batman wants to keep Gotham City at a certain level, so Batman is still needed, and he can, can still work out his. His uh his issues on on Gotham's seedy underground and criminals. I can see because, that because because if if Gotham was a utopia, again that's that then, of fear then, then Batman wouldn't need to exist. And it explores all this. And Bruce Wayne would have to deal with his demons. Yeah, L- like a big boy. Like a big boy. <laughs> <laughs> and not a man child. Although I would love to see like a year's worth of comics of him just busting like jaywalkers. Because there's no crime or big, like swooping weird down, just like crippling them. It would be like it'd be like the movie, uh, like Demolition Man, where someone swore and it's like you've got two demerits. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of comes in, and then like his friends have to give him an intervention. Like Bruce, <laughs> Batman, we, we're done. We we stopped crime. I do. Man. I, I will say we're this: done. if you are getting to this point with Batman, then perhaps it is time to step away. Because oh, I'm I'm definitely at yeah. that point. Yeah, I'm I'm because it's I, it's just escapism. I, I think <laughs> if you if you're reading this much into I'm, it, I'm, I'm trying to write it out to the end of Tom King's run, and then I want to see where they go from and there. You are hate reading that book. You better believe I am. <sighs> no one's business. Just wait till the next. Wait till our next episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that bad. And then I'm going to buy that Batwoman Catwoman series just to. No, I'm, I'm definitely not. Spite Tom King? I'm not. I'm, I'm you will of... take my money, and I will resent you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then I'm going to go rewatch all of Arrow. Yeah. 
Which uh, I uh, I finished Arrow. I'm I'm current. Okay. I like it. I really liked Arrow. I, I like what it did. I uh, I almost I gotta be careful. I'm not um caught up in the moment here. I also finished. Uh, You're gonna tear up. up. Also current. Um. Did I get teary at the end of Arrow? I don't think so. I got a little teary at the end of Legends. I'm also caught up on Legends of uh, Tomorrow. I'm not, I'm not caught up on anything and but Flash. Season, and the, the, that most recent mm-hmm. season finale, I got a little like, oh, that was poignant. Um, and for Adam McGaw's uh, day and date on Flash. I feel like Flash, mm, this is where I got to be sure I'm not like just a victim of the moment and saying this and thinking this. I feel like Flash may have regressed a little bit. And, like, Arrow and Legends kind of, like, picked up, um, like, in, in the most recent season. I mean, I could be wrong on that, and like I said, I could, it could just be me being, like, a victim of the moment. But I kind of feel like, and watching, I feel, I feel like Arrow and Flash were very, or Arrow and Legends were very, very strong. Mm-hmm. And um, Flash, I mean, I always love Flash, and I'm a sucker for Flash, and it can it can do no wrong. But when I, and I'm watching these others... And I'm thinking of Flash, and I'm like, man, I kind of feel like they've sort of met each other. And Supergirl's there too, but Supergirl's not like in the same. Yeah, she's kind of she's, outside. She's of... there 38. Yeah. <laughs> this is her one. Though I kind of hope. With I enjoy them. Supergirl too. Uh, Supergirl is also a uh, a day and date watch. Now they'll all be day and date watches, and I think it will just be like two hour blocks on. Well, Supergirl and Batwoman will be Sunday night. Oh, I forgot about Batwoman. Oh, Flash yeah. and Arrow are Tuesday night. And then, well, Legends will come back after Arrow's gone. But, yeah, like, Arrow is going to be on at 9. Okay. Flash, is, Flash at 8, yeah, Arrow I, at 9. Yeah, I, I usually just catch up on the CW app. I don't really watch anything. Cause, well, we don't have cable. I so waited I do, too yeah. long because I have cable, and the CW app is the same thing. Where if, After a certain point, they just don't offer You can right. only go back so far. Yeah. So I had to wait for them to go on Netflix. And then I just, like, killed them once they got on Netflix. I'm with Dan. I usually just watch them, like, the next day, like, Flash. and. Well, well I had to I catch just... up on I didn't start watching Arrow until, like, the beginning of this year. Like, oh. I hardly, I could never get into it before that. And then I was like, I'm getting, I told the story on this couch where I was watching Jersey Shore with my wife. And I was like, all right, well, <laughs> I saw, I started with where they are now and then went back to where they were. I was like, I can apply this same way of thinking to Arrow. And I'm just going to do it. I don't know how that would make sense to anyone but me as I hear it. Words <laughs> <out>. <laughs> like, like you just watch you're it. Like, like as it. I'm saying the words, it doesn't make any sense <laughs> like to me. Like you, you started in the middle yeah, of the me, season and then you were like, you know what? I want to go back and watch I'd it. I'd watched episodes of Arrow. I'd seen all the crossover episodes. Yeah. And when I'd watch a crossover episode, I'd try and watch like that next week's episode. But I was like, I don't know. I can't. So this basically is, you did what we all did in the 90s. And just watch a TV show and just waited till it came out like on DVD or something. Or yeah, yeah. So with syndication. I just went back on I went on Netflix and just started and and just went through it. I was like, I want to, and so I would just put it on like while I work or while I was like on the treadmill or whatever it may have been at the time and just watched were you, it. Were you powering your TV with the treadmill? Every <laughs> time I hear that, I just think about like you're just powering your TV with a no, treadmill. I'm not. I'm not set up like that. Oh. But shame. no, and I really, really enjoyed it. And uh, that's funny. Like I was like, I'm gonna get current, and then I can watch it every week next fall. And like, and we're done. Ten episodes around. Like, oh, of course. <laughs> I'm back just in time for this thing to be over. Um, I think I can say this without giving spoilers away. It'd be interesting to see what this ten episode season is, because when it the, this past season of Arrow left off, it definitely had a sense of finality to it. I just figured it's that's all, all gonna wrap up with Crisis. 
But yeah, I hear casting stuff, and it's like, huh, so they're still going to do, like... I don't know. I don't know how they're going to do it, but I, I mean, they're casting stuff, and it sort of picks up from plot lines that they did in the past season, and then just explores that further, but... Like I said, it, it, it ended with a very much a sense of finality. Like, that could have mm. been the final episode, and it would have been like, all right, I'm done huh. with that. Interesting. Maybe yeah. they did that because maybe they weren't sure if they were coming back. The, but, I don't know. I mean, but, I, I mean, obviously know. they are for their final season, but yeah, they, I mean, they, that, maybe that, they didn't get the word right away. I, I have no idea what, what it is. And, um, I mean, they definitely teased Crisis on Infinite Earths with all the season finales. Mm-hmm. The... the Monitor. Is he the monitor? He's the monitor. Yes. Yes. Who? Okay. The black guy. Yes. Yeah. From um. From the crossover. From Monica Garrett. Yeah. Yeah. He he's the monitor with the funky hair. Yes. Oh. Okay. And the the bad guy is the anti monitor. Anti- yeah, the anti monitor. Okay. Um. Yeah. So he. I mean. Spoiler. Oh, he shows up at the. Yeah. He, okay. He, he cameos throughout. Oh, I don't know. I haven't watched Arrow. I try you know, to. It's, it's the journey, not the destination. <laughs> I try to. Uh, actually, I think my wife and I try to, and then she actually surpassed me and just been watching way. it since. And that, I just like the, eh. the, it, that. What I just said was more foreshadowing to what's coming and not tied into the resolution of what they did. So if you were to watch these things, that doesn't like. Oh, now I know how this ends. No, you just know like. It's like a post-credit stinger. Mm-hmm. You just... I, I never get bothered by spoilers. Yeah. Like I. But it's like you're gonna I... watch the plot. Like I know how this all plays out. The monitor shows up. That's why I always. <laughs> That's how I always look at stuff. It's like it, it's always about the the journey, not the destination. Mm-hmm. Like don't spoil, spoil. Like I did actually yeah. stay off the internet for Endgame because I didn't want anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if I'm watching a trailer of it, I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't watch certain things because right. I don't want to be I that spoiled. I, I haven't like, watched nah, any. I stopped watching trailers for Endgame. I haven't watched any. I saw, like, the first trailer for, like, Spider-Man, which comes out, like, next week? Pretty soon. It's June 23rd when we're recording. I've watched it? a yes. few. July 1st, July 2nd. Yeah, it comes out 4th of July weekend Spider-Man. or around there. So that, I mean, I have, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 think, I think we're being thrown a curve with... Uh, with Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm, mm, well, this is no like character. Like, mm. <laughs> yeah. let's be honest. Let's let's be honest. He's not a good guy. He's not going to be yeah. a good guy. I, I'd be amazed if he can goes we speak throughout for, the whole just, my movie. My speculative spoiler is there's no multiverse. I think that the, I think Mysterio's just throwing up a. I don't know. Throwing I up an illusion right. there. I don't know. I thought. Well, I mean, I, I guess anything's possible. I I, I thought with the, with everything. Happening at the end of Endgame, that they I think it's a convenient like, story. That was their, but again, this is yeah. Mysterio we're talking about. So. Yeah, but still, I'm. He might be from a multiverse, but he might just be the bad guy from the multiverse yeah, and think, not the. Well, what, that's what I, th- I think. Quentin yeah, Beck's okay. just working an angle. But I also well, I think, think that's always the case. But it just and depends I don't think on, there's a multiverse. I don't think there's a multiverse. I guess we'll have to wait and find out. And I will, I will fight you both. <laughs> nice. <laughs> With that. Well, I thought they actually wooden sword thing. <laughs> but I'm, I'm pretty sure they actually did say that there is a multiverse. Well, the they're scene, saying that in the promotional the stuff and in the in the commercials and, and whatnot. But yeah, but it was mentioned in the part of well, well, if the ad says it, then it must be true. I'm pretty sure they said something like in the Endgame spoiler. No, I don't recall anything about that in Endgame. 
Or maybe it was well, Ant Man. I think it was like if you um, oh, if you mess with the timeline well, and you just create the, yeah, I thought just and, and just the just the sheer act of Captain America going back through all the timelines and fixing things wouldn't that have created? Here, here, I know you guys talked about yeah, Endgame on a previous is... episode, so I don't want to retread it. I'll just throw my two cents in. I didn't think too hard about all that stuff because I found that it just. Oh, I don't think there was a. Point I didn't either, it. but I mean, but they they just kind of put it out there. Yeah, they yeah, they, they, they certainly left us. St- there's a lot to chew on. Like, yeah. Like, and we'll find out next week when Spider-Man comes. Like, oh, your whole class, all your whole circle of friends got snapped, but uh, <laughs> that's convenient. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I think how convenient. Like Ned's not all of a sudden like a college graduate. Like, oh my God, Peter, I thought you were God. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's your whole. Everybody you knew, like, like snapped and came back, and, and that you know and the whole like oh the only reason there's a five year all these people have a five year gap in their lives because Tony Stark didn't want to lose his kid. Like, how magnanimous of you, Tony Stark. That is what it is all about. That's why that that little like why are we doing this? Yeah, is just for that. That was the whole point of that. Spoiler. At this point, Dude, people been people have like two, if you haven't seen Endgame by now, yeah. then you obviously don't care yeah, about that yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you haven't already seen it, you're waiting for it to come out on like yeah, you know, and Red you're Box listening to this, and yeah. you're like concerned about the spoilers on that movie two months after it's been out. Hey, you never know. Well, plus man. they're re-releasing it with additional footage. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, see that? That's, I don't again, even understand that. I didn't want to dwell that. on that. It's it, money. Like, Capital. Yeah, I get it. They're trying to. They're trying to go with another bite uh, the beat, a, beat Avatar, but hey, still, it's I'll like... go see it again because <laughs> I've only seen it once, I, and I yeah, I've, I've been ooh. wanting to see it again. I don't know. If so. I'm kind of jealous of my wife. She went to see it twice, one with me and then one with her mom. Okay. And I was like, I wanted to go see it again. Sean, you and I will go see it. Yay! I liked it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I enjoy it. I just I'm not gonna think too much about no what like they did. Well, and fine. What it you're means. not you're not invited. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> I wasn't accepting it. But I mean, I wasn't. Go, I wasn't like picking through all these and thinking like too heavy about it. Like I still I mean, got swept up easy. in the grand yeah. story. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I think just it'd as, be easy to get swept up right. in the minutia of all that. Because like it was a, generally a, they threw a lot of stuff out there and it's like, oh, that, how's well, that going to work? Just but, by nature of us being, you know, comic like yeah. readers of comics for is, yeah. thirty mm-hmm. years, it's like it, it's it's in it's in our. Part of the it, fun it, of that it's stuff part of is what we connecting are. the dots. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, like part it's like, of I don't want to connect these dots. who we are and what we do is try and string these things I don't together. Think, yeah, you I, don't know? Think you, I think you need to. And that's where, like, you talk about connecting the dots. That's, like, my biggest criticism of, like, Jeff John's writing, where he must connect all the dots. So I can imagine as a child he did the connect dot thing, and it, he didn't create, like, the little cartoon bear. It's just a big mash of, like, zigzagging lines. Nice. Like, He's mm-hmm. that one kid like, that kid, did you, that. It goes one, two, three, four, five. Like, no! I'm doing nine, ten, eight, seven, two to one. Two, like, it's like you're not my dad. He tries too hard to connect all those dots. Like what? It's like you're not my dad. Don't tell me how to do this. <laughs> but I think he. That's a, that's an example of like trying too hard to make make things. Which in connect. turn, next episode, Jeff Johns. <laughs> well, that oh a tease. <laughs> well, well, we yeah, that's a good that's a good point, Sean. We probably should have started wrapping things up here, so we could get on to our next. Uh, Next episode. I don't know. I think oh. the folks at home like listeners just just random 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 crazy stuff. And another thing, I don't like scrambled eggs. <laughs> well, let me Dippy. tell you. I don't know. Like Spider-Man, <laughs> though, I think it would be generally good. Really? Yeah. I Wait, think. really? <laughs> the new uh, Spider-Man? I'm, those, I'm trying those, to wrap shit up. Those Marvel people? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to wrap shit up. And you're like, and another thing. I'm Spider-Man. Really, well, I'm It'll horrible be at these reviews. I'm better <laughs> at these shows. <laughs> This is where I shine, Dan. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, I'm calling it. I'm calling it. So uh, just a, a couple of quick announcements, though. Um, so we are hosting a couple of events uh, in July and August. Um, July Sunday, July 28th, we're having uh, we're hosting a drink and draw with the guys from the McSauce Comic Book Podcast at the uh, Brew Gentleman uh, Tap House or Brewery at, in Braddock, PA, from two to five. That should be a lot of fun. So come out for that if you're a drinker or a drawer. Um, and then on uh, Sunday, August 18th at Black Forge Coffee House in Allentown, uh, which is right outside of the city of Pittsburgh, mm. uh, just a few minutes. <laughs> I know uh, where that's at. I, yeah. I used to live near there. I used to live in Mount Oliver, which is right down the street from it. That's right. Really? I didn't know about that about you. Mm-hmm. I used to, where right, I used you to live in, in Mount Oliver. You know where I used to live. Yeah. Yeah, I right. picked up there once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I lived there for about a year and a half. Oh, get yeah. Out of town. Shared a, I did shared too. a house with uh, three other guys. Yo, you oh. used to live in that neighborhood so. too? No, I lived in Mount Oliver. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. So it was like two yeah. like neighborhoods we lived in at different times. Yeah, so I was there too? in the like mid to mid to late nineties. Mm. No, I was there in the. Uh, I was there early. I was teens. there. I was there when there were still beeper stores. Yeah, <laughs> my. That was actually my wife and I's first apartment. Oh, okay. In Mount Oliver. Uh, what was it, Brownsville? No, not Brownsville. Yeah, Brownsville, Brownsville Road is the main well, Brownsville road. Brownsville's the main road. That's the main road that goes through it. Yeah. We we lived on Giffen Avenue. I lived back, back tucked away. You were further I back, I was down yeah. in Carrick, too. I was technically Carrick. Yeah, I yeah. remember moving you out, I think. Yeah, you did. You did move me out of that house. But And, um, and you picked me up there when we went to New York Comic Con. That's right. Yeah. But um, yeah, so right uh, right in that general area in Allentown is uh, the Black Forge Coffee House, and we're gonna have a uh, our next comic swap there, hmm. uh, again from two to five uh, Sunday August eighteenth. Uh, we haven't had a comic swap in like two years, I think. I think the last one was at our apartment in Regent Square. You weren't. Was there. not that one. I won't be available for this one. I was at the I one was at Coffee there. Buddha. Oh okay, a yeah. Time ago. That was a while ago. Yeah. But uh, I think I will we'll have to coordinate because I think I have stuff I can send with. Yeah, that, definitely. You go to a Pirates game, aren't you? No. 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 I don't. I don't I'll tell you off air. Oh. But, uh, that sounds serious. Yeah, you can uh, you can come and bring comics to uh, trade with other people. There's no... Uh, it's free. It's a free event. Um, just uh, come in and sure swap Forge comics. Pretty sure Black Forge provided coffee at one of the picks. They probably, and they also provided coffee the first three years of th- uh, Three Rivers Comic Con. Mm, yeah, there. Both in the green room and uh, for attendees of the show. So uh, we've, yeah, they're they're great. Um, if you've never been to their their uh, place in Allentown, it's really cool. It's a lot of a lot of great original art on the tables and on the walls. It's like like a heavy metal co- uh, coffee house. It's pretty awesome. Cool. So uh, hey, you do know it is a uh, roll. When you're in Allentown, you have to play the Billy Joel album. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it. it's not that Allentown. <laughs> uh, they're all the same. I don't listen to Billy Joel. Get off this show. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I don't. I don't listen to like new Billy. Joel. I like old Billy Joel. Is there new Billy Joel? Like, well, I mean, I, I don't think like <laughs> as it not like new like he's putting out new, new stuff. New Billy Joel, but as in like like twenty five years bald, old, like totally bald Billy Joel. That's what I consider new Billy Joel. Mm. Anywho, okay. So this has been episode uh, 317 of the Comic Book Pit podcast. I've been your host, Dan Greenwald. 
And on the couch, we've got Jared Catherine. Hi. And Sean Atkins. Hello. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs> what? Is that the thing? That's Allentown. Oh. Are we off? <laughs> no, I'm still... I'm still...